Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Entertainment Podcast, your source for all things entertainment. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Dave Knoll on the line. He's founder over at Keller Knoll. Dave, welcome to the show. Adam Torres, thank you so much. It is a pleasure to meet you, sir. Oh, man. So I've been trying to get you on the show for a long time. I mean, I'm getting into it. We're going to get into this. Um, and talking to your brother, I'm like, hey, where's that big shop brother of yours that launches those TV shows? Get him on my show. Come on, Andrew. Thank you for finally making that happen. Um, so we're going to get into this new show you have coming out, um, Factorious, that premieres April 14th. I know you have a big host on there. So Matt Eisman from American Ninja Warrior. Um, but before we get into the show, I do want to get into what you're doing a little bit more over at Keller Knoll. Um, tell us a little bit more about the business, please. So my, my friend and my business partner, my creative partner, Cleve Keller, and I have been working together now for a long time. We met each other in 2003, and we sold our first show together almost immediately. And then we've been working together exclusively since 2007. And uh, we create and sell television shows. Creating the shows, obviously, is the fun part and the part that we absolutely love. We study TV all the time and, and are creating constantly. Uh, but then selling is really, you know, that's the hard part. That's the, hard, that's the part where, uh, you know, you got to make the money, right? So um, we, we create and sell television shows. Our big hit uh, is Chopped on the Food Network. So we pitched that uh, back in 2007, and it premiered in 2009, and we've done over 900 episodes of that franchise. Wow. Um, it, re it really has been absolutely amazing. Um, and then two years ago, we've done a ton of shows now, 3,300 episodes of TV, but two years ago we launched <laughs> the game show America Says uh, on the Game Show Network, now it's in syndication, and that has been picked up through episode 450. So, wow. that, you know... Most shows only last, you know, 10 episodes or 20 or, or sometimes, you know, six or whatever. But sometimes these shows can go on and on and on and on. And, wow. Uh, and, and we have a really good time. So um, one of the things that I think is really interesting about your approach is I know a little bit of the backstory, and you really, um, you really have a model for the way that you expect um, your results. And I think, and for some of the people listening that aren't in entertainment, that are in other forms of business right now, they may not know the business side of entertainment on the back end, obviously, like you. So what are, what are kind of like your formula, your model for knowing, like, if you're doing good in a show, not doing good in a show, what gets picked up, what doesn't? I mean, tell me some of the numbers. Look, the, when we started, at first, you know, you're, you're a crazy person, right? It, it is one of the hardest things in all yeah. of show business to do, to create a show and then get it on the air. Is it's like magic. It's like and, magic. It just doesn't happen, and, right? <laughs> and luckily, I was so young, I didn't know how hard it was. So that, you you know, you were like, hey, I could do this. I could do anything. You're at that age where you're like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be the next whatever. And, um, and so what we did was uh, Brandon Tartikoff wrote a book. Uh, and Tartikoff ran NBC uh, legendarily, um, you know, for 10 years, 15 years. He was, he was one of the giants of the television industry. 
And he wrote a book, and he said, no matter how fantastic your show is, you could pitch the greatest show ever. Um, you're going to have to pitch that show 30 times. You're going to get turned down 29 times. Uh, you know, you have to pitch the right person on the right day who's in the right mindset. They have to have the, you know, they have to have the budget to be able mm-hmm. to pay for that show. So we wrote that down and we decided, okay, so in order to get any show, any show just through that first hurdle, you have to pitch 29 times mm-hmm. and you're going to get turned down 29 times. But each one of those times is a step towards a yes. So don't think of it as rejection. Just think of it as a step. And then we went further and we asked around. And we said, of the you know every deal that you do in television, how many deals do you have to do in order to get one on the air? And the answer was six. So you needed to get six deals in order to get one show on the air. And then we asked everybody uh, who we were selling to, who we worked with, of every show that goes on the air, how many shows do you need before you get a legit hit show? And the answer was eight. And so I remember putting on, you know, with this giant whiteboard, I remember putting on the board 30 times 6 times 8. Um, I don't know what the math is right now, but it's a big number, Adam Torres. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're like, okay, That's a to get big to that number. show, you need to pitch that many times. Okay, now how many pitches can we do in a day where we're pitching legitimately great shows? How many pitches do we need to do a week? And it really almost perfectly worked out. It was it was a little bit less than the number we thought it was going to be, but we finally, you know, hit on chop, you know, whatever that was, pitch number 800-something. Uh, wow. And we, we pitched Chopped in 2007, and it launched in 2009. And even that wasn't a hit right away, and it had this, you know, gigantic story of failure and people turning it down, and even the Food Network turned down our first pilot. And then finally you get a second pilot, which is almost unheard of, and then finally it gets on the air. It does pretty well at first, kind of well, then pretty well. And now only when you look back, you're like, oh, wow, that's a big, giant hit. Wow, that's amazing. I love this story. Um, and it's good because it just, it just sometimes people think uh, thinks that um, this is an accident or something else happens. So I told you kind of on the pre-show how we're a very numbers-driven organization, too, and that we literally put out thousands of episodes and have multiple podcasts and that it keeps on growing. And we have a whole system around. We're not, we're not like playing like, is this going to work or can this happen? We have a whole system built and a funnel built to kind of keep the content going and the distribution and the test and the analyze and to um, keep it going. So it's not an accident. Like, we're not playing in this. It's a, it's a business. And so I, li- I like to bring that out because uh, some pe- sometimes people that are, you know, um, looking from the outside in, they think it's just, you know, it- it's magic. Like, it's like, oh, wow, that person got really lucky. It's like, no, you didn't get lucky. It took 800-plus pitches to get chopped on the no air to a hit. <laughs> absolutely. Ev- like, the reaction I get constantly is like, oh, yeah, okay, that couldn't have been so hard to create. Uh, you know, oh, a cooking competition, like all oh, constantly. Oh, so you created a, you know, and then sometimes you also get really nice people who love the show, and they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, you know, I've watched hundreds of episodes. Thanks. That's so amazing. Much. Um, but it is. It's, I I have found, you know, we call ourselves TV entrepreneurs. I have found being a a television entrepreneur, show business entrepreneur. There's nothing, no one is successful right away. There's no luck. Like, mm-hmm. luck really is what happens when, you know, you work crazy hard day after day after day after day. So that's mm-hmm. when people say, you know, do you love what you do? The answer is, well, I have to. Like, if, if I didn't love creating game, competition shows, formats, you'd never last. 
you know, I would have lasted six months because you have to work so hard at it to get to 3,000, you know, 300 episodes. And you every and every day you're like, okay, well that show could end, so we need more shows on the air. Love it. Um, speaking of shows on the air and uh, and what's next for you, um, let's get into what you have coming on next. So uh, Factorious, I know it's premiering April 14th. Um, you have a big host on there, so Matt Eisman from American Ninja Warrior. Um, let's get into this. So, so what brought this show about? You, well, people like you have inspired me, right? Like, so, so Cleve and I have created game shows, competition shows, et cetera, but always television. And mm-hmm. we had never even really thought about podcasting. We we knew it was out there. We knew it's we know it's a huge thing. Uh, but about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, there's a uh, big show business company, Endeavor. There's a, uh, a a subset of that company, Endeavor Audio, and they reached out to our agents and said, "Look, we want to do really different types of things in podcasting, things that don't exist. Do you guys have any suggestions?" And at one point, our, we were on the call with our agents, and, and our agents said, hey, so, you know, is there any game shows you guys have created that, that could become a podcast? And Cleve and I, we, we worked with Barry Diller, uh, the legendary Barry Diller, who's a, this billionaire yeah. who started the Fox Network, uh, who's this, everything, you know, of all the top 10, 20 smartest things I've heard uh, in television Mr. Diller said most of them. He was an absolute genius mm. to work with. Um, but since since that time period, one of the things that has been embedded in our brain is try to be the first. What can you be the first to do? Even if it's a small thing, everything you're putting out, what, what is the one thing where you can say, well, this is the first time anyone's ever done it? And so there's been, you know, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me is a very popular podcast, and it is a type of game, right? It's, it's mostly comedians playing this news game, but it's not a game show in a traditional sense. And as mm-hmm. we looked, we thought, oh, wow, if we could do the Jeopardy of podcasts or the Wheel of Fortune of podcasts, that would be amazing, that we would be the first people to do that. And so we went through all of our our the best things we've ever created. And we had just been working on this show called Factorious, which is an entirely new and different way to do trivia. Um, we are describing, in each, in each round of the game, we describe something, whether it's a person or an object or a place, we give you the first letter, and then we're describing that thing, whether, as I say, whether it's a celebrity or a, a famous place, Paris, or whether it's George Clooney or Serena Williams or whoever it is. We give you the first letters. So if it's Serena Williams, Matt Eisman, our host, says SW, SW. And then he'll give you a series of facts about that person, and it's almost unwrapping a mystery. And we have this big television show version of it that we were creating. Um, and as soon as we got that call, we went through all of our shows, and we're like, this, this might be it, Cleve. If we take out the big giant board that we had and all this mm. other stuff, we could still play the exact same game. And so uh, I got some of my kids to play it with me. Uh, I have three daughters, and they uh, kids and their friends, so they played it with me. Uh, and I, I called Cleve, and I was like, Cleve, this is going to work. This is going to work. Listen to this. And I put the phone on speaker, and we played a little. And, uh, and so we brought it to um, Endeavor, and they said uh, they bought it, in there, you know, they were like, "Oh, we're buying this within the first 
30 seconds. They're like, this works so perfectly for podcasting. And so, yeah, so Matt Eisman, uh, not only is, has he been hosting American Ninja Warrior, I think for 10 years, something crazy like that, um, but also he's got a really great voice. So I did the pilot just to kind of prove the concept. Um, and we got three contestants, and each episode they're playing for $1,000. Um, but then you bring this booming Matt Eisman voice in, and uh, it's a pretty fun show. It launches April 14th, um, and two episodes come out that day, and then it's, we, we produce 50 episodes. So there's enough there for people to really enjoy, and uh, hopefully someday people will be uh, binge listening to Factorious. Oh man, I love it. And I love this whole concept too of um of starting with the podcast and then it possibly becoming a show. So meaning I, when something's designed for it like Lore, I think Lore was a big case study in uh and how that Netflix picked that up it, it originally was a podcast. We, so it's really we interesting. We have already to see. we have already sold it. So Oh my gosh, it's already done. It. Gosh. <laughs> As soon as Endeavor bought it, we went out there and, you know, and honestly, we only pitched it two places because in the second place, they were so... Oh, come on. I don't know about this, Dave. You're, you're, the numbers you gave me earlier were off, but that's like, no, come on, man. The numbers, everything he said before was wrong. You don't have to pitch 800 or something times. You just have to do it twice. (laughs) It never happens. But, and we can't, like, they truly love the show, and I think it really helped Mm -hmm. that we had played so many times before we did those pitches. But, we, you know, we don't know. You know, is part of the reason they picked it up because of the 50 episodes had already been ordered for the podcast. Um, We don't know, you know. But uh, with any luck, hopefully that show will be out, you know, the television show will be out in, you know, at the end of 2020 or some point in 2021. Man, that's exciting. You guys are rocking and rolling. I love it. Um, so, Dave, that being said, I could talk to you about this all day long, but we're about out of time. Um, if somebody wants to learn more about what you're doing over at Keller Knoll or just to follow up with your shows and kind of follow the things in your work that you're doing, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? The best thing is uh, either Instagram. Uh, I am at Dave Knoll TV. That's D-A-V-E-N-O-L-L-T-V. Or just uh, hit me up on LinkedIn, just Dave Noll, Dave Noll, N-O-L-L. Fantastic. Well, hey, Dave, um, been awesome having you on the show today. We're going to have to, now, now I have to figure out what my team's going to listen to this. What are we going to do? Why aren't we doing shows? No, I'm just playing. We're, we're staying at what we're good at, <laughs> podcasting. Don't worry about Don't worry about us. We'll be good over here. Um, and to the audience as all. You give us a call. You give us a call. <laughs> nope, not we'll doing it. it and, not doing it. And to the audience, thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you had a lot of fun listening because we had fun making this for you. Um, if you did, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave us a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Entertainment, just uh, give us a subscribe there and also leave us some comments in the video. I'd love to know what kind of things you're working on and keep the conversation going in the YouTube community. And uh, Dave, thanks again for coming on.